Welcome to Stop Back and Roll, a podcast about being a person trapped alone on a dark planet filled with killer aliens who might somehow get into a giant space warship and want to pilot it. I'm James. And I'm Brandon. Today we're going to be talking about Alien, the RPG, and system bloat in general. One of the very first things that the the book lays out is like, here's the order that you should go through character creation and how to create your character. Okay. And then the rest of the layout of the book does not follow that oh. order at all. Are we doing a cold open? Yeah. Okay. I, I, think, I think we're starting there. That was, that was horrifying. I'm like, um, they don't even know what game we're talking about. No, it's fine. Okay. We're just going to start there. Well, there yeah. Okay, so there so is like, something to be said of like, the way traditional games are laid out. <laughs> is sometimes yeah. like that that like but but most of them are like like if you if you make a D character and open up the like the fifth edition book it's gonna be like choose your class choose your race choose, choose your, your spells character. whatever and then like the the chapters will go in that order this is like choose your career choose your attributes choose your skills yeah and the first chapter is like here's information about how the skill system works and then it's like here's the gear you can choose choose from and then like here's a whole chapter on each of the of all the careers the career also also, oh yeah also there is a choose your setting which can be like um are you playing a colony are you playing a um a a like a crew on a ship or are you playing uh space truckers frontier colonists or colonial marines okay now everybody take out a piece of paper and write down what you think the game is (laughs) and and so like that's a choice you have to make bef- like in terms of the setting for your game before you choose your 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 career yeah but like that doesn't make any sense with the career choices and also once you get to the ch- the chapter about career choices yeah there is not like a chap beginning of the chapter that's like here are your career choices uh and then with like a, a description of all of them that then expands out into like sections for each car- like career it's just there's chapters for each career james with all of the hard. skills setting up the setting up the book is hard <laughs> yeah there, like it jumps I, straight to skills so i i have a theory that there yeah. are that there is like a standard way to set up a game and that is yeah. like very much decided by dnd and that that isn't necessarily the best way to set up a game. I think that there yeah. are probably wrong ways to do it. Yeah. If you go into skills and the like the skills you can get are decided by your career, that's a problem. They're well, they're sort of not, but yeah. So cool. If what is most fundamentally important about your character is your skills, followed secondly by your gear, that's exactly the way to set it up. If I were for example playing a game um, I don't know. Uh, Alien. Uh, is, that's the game, right? <laughs> yes, it's called Alien. It's called Alien. Okay. Is it based on Alien? Yeah. It's like the licensed. Yeah. Okay. It's a licensed. It's a licensed game. Um, let's see. So the most important thing about the characters in Alien is yeah. their is their sleeveless shirts. But if the, if sleeveless shirts isn't an option, which I think it probably isn't a core part of the game is whether you have sleeves no. or not. Yeah. Uh, then what's going to matter most is your skills followed by your equipment, right? <laughs> yeah. Can you tell me the like but, careers so, of the characters in alien? But that's, I mean, but okay. 
okay, I will agree with that. But with this addendum, that the game agrees with you. The game is like, your your career doesn't matter. Okay. But then why does it even have careers? Because it's a traditional career- game and it's got to have classes. But it's 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 not though. Like oh, it's not a traditional in, game. I mean, so so it's it it is to some extent. It's okay. based off of the Tales from the Loop system. Oh, okay. Um, which is more traditional than not, and like well, certainly once I start talking about like how you actually do things, yeah, it will sound more traditional. But it's it's like a it's a good modern system. It's just it's so fucking wild, James. You gotta stop making the difference between good and traditional. Those cannot be the two sides. I mean, this setup. That's not what I meant. <laughs> it can't be so, okay, traditional. Like, it's so good. It's just it's just it's weird the way that it's laid out. I don't uh, know. Like once you get into the character, like so when you get into the actual characters, like the character classes, like for the colonial. Wait, are Marine, we doing a meta thing? Is this why you did a cold open? Is because they start in the middle of the creation? I just oh, wanted God, to get started. James. I got. I, I have to yell about this game. <laughs> when you when you start, when you re- get to the colonial marine chapter, for example, like it gives you a bunch of personal agendas that that it suggests you select for your character. Yeah. But like, then it's like you can just choose whatever you want. But here are some suggestions. When you choose your career, like here are yeah. the things that a career gives you. It gives you a personal agenda to choose, like a list oh, of personal yeah. agendas to choose from. But they're like story things. Okay. It gives you a signature item, which are like basically what you think of from like a PBTA style game, where it's like a list of just signature items. Okay. Like this, this game actually has a lot of like PBTA choose from a list bones to it. Cool. I I know very little about Tales from the Loop. If I'm being completely and then, honest, I think I've listened to like a maybe a party of one episode that had it. I haven't I haven't actually played that, but the Aliens game is is based on it. It's yeah. mostly the same system. So the only thing it does mechanically is it chooses which three skills are your key skills. Okay. But like there's only 12 skills. So like <laughs> you're going to have points in all of the skills. So it's like really like yeah. the, 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 the things don't really do much. It's just kind of a weird system. Well, so maybe that's what it's supposed to be doing. Like, if you look at, like, D&D and, like, your character's background, right? Mm-hmm. That's, like, a new... New? It's 5th edition. It might be 4th edition also. It's, like, this tacked-on thing that gives you, like... Yeah. You get a sword and also these two skills. And, like, that's all it's supposed to be. And so it can be a thing that you do last. It's... It's interesting because yeah. you're designing your character in theory. Yeah. Theory wanted to have so like, some background to them. Here's a good example. Um, what, so, like again, just looking about like so, it's a it is a it's a weirdly it's a it's a system, and this is like kind of what I want to talk about. It's yeah. a system that weirdly feels like it's a really like character and story focused system. Okay, that has like this really traditional back end of mechanics like tagged underneath of it. Okay. in a way that is there, but is almost not important mm, for like okay, weird. It, and when we get to this when i get to the stress system that will i'll get to we'll talk about that but like so this you have like so for as a colonial marine you, you choose from your appearance and your appearance is like chewing on a toothpick cigarette in your mouth an impressive mm-hmm. mustache Love a scar it. on your face oh, an so old good. leather jacket your signature items are a photo of a loved one a dented flask um, oh, news clippings from an unsolved case. And your signature items are relevant. They are, okay. you have to spend time with them narratively to de-stress <laughs> yourself. Okay. <laughs> I, and so, like, I'm going to get de-stressed by taking out my news clippings from a case I wish I solved. 
Well, it's because you're focusing on this case you wish you solved and not about the alien that's trying to eat. Oh, yeah, that's true. Aliens. But like, it, yeah, it's it's so weird. And then like, so I guess the other thing it does is it tells you how much money you get to spend on gear. Oh, OK. So then which is there. Yeah. So in that case, gear should come after. Yeah. Ooh. I mean, so it's not really it's not really telling you about the gear. It's I just kind of like you alien. No, no. Okay, so maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's just still talking about. It's talking about what gear is like in the system. It does this like big chunk where it talks about what gear is like or what stuff is like. Okay. Then it gets into talking about how the actual mechanics work, and in a weird, weird way. Ugh. This game is you're you're vaguely you're 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 passingly familiar with the Aliens universe, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, passingly. It has. It has like all of those movies are about like people crash land on a planet or land on a planet yeah. and an alien attacks them. Yeah. Like there's there's capital ship combat in this game. Why? Like, because it's a traditional I, game. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know. It doesn't even it's not even super clear. It's trying to like build out the stories that you might tell in this mm-hmm. universe. Yeah. And it's sort of like so like in Aliens. Because it thinks that you want to have campaign play. When yeah. being real and, honest, if you're playing Alien, you don't. You're playing a one shot, and it and it actually explicitly has, um, you choose whether you're doing cinematic play or campaign play. Okay, and there are tweaks to the rules. Okay, that like do slightly different As, things. Be, well, because everyone thinks you need to have every game be a campaign game. Sure, like, yeah, it, yeah, like yeah. it either has to be a micro game that can't be a campaign game, or it has to be. Yeah, I mean, you could. You can you could you could like, play uh you could uh, play this Discord has ghosts in it, a game I want to talk about later. <laughs> just like and then there's a section on player versus player where it kind of says like, hey, it's okay to be to to do stuff where you're fighting against the other player. Because it because it which is like th- that's where it's like speaking to that kind of like D D audience where you're yeah. kind of not but where where but you want to have characters who are the corporate agent who yeah. will be in competition with the the like the roughnecks who just want to leave and escape from the alien. Yeah. But like so that means there's a world in which you're playing like PvP capital ship combat in, in a game about the movie Alien, which is so bizarre. I can see a world where you're playing Zombie World, where you're playing The Walking Dead as Alien. Right? Yeah. Like I can see that that like you you're not focusing on the alien you're focusing on the picture of the loved one, right? It seems bizarre to play Star Trek, like Star Wars or Star Trek, Star yeah. or Star Trek, as I <laughs> cleverly combined. Uh, or no, it's not even that. It's Battlestar Galactica. Yeah. And it's and they're because they're big like and it's it's almost even like Warhammer style because they're big ships <laughs> like it's really weird like the ships in Alien are weird in that they're it's big so and and like they don't do much. That's because they're not the, ships. They're dungeons. Because they're not ships. Yeah, they're either dungeons or they're a place to like to get. They're just a, they're a scene to get you to the next place. Right. It's, yeah. It's so weird. That is truly bizarre. So <laughs> ignoring a- we're going to sell a shirt that says ships and aliens are horses or dungeons. <laughs> it it feels a little bit like they were kind of like it you know this is so okay so this is I mean this is why they included it. So they they knew that one thing they definitely needed to have was rules for cars because you okay. do drive around in these big tractors 
okay. in in the movie Aliens, like having like tractors and ha- like the, so the big like APCs tractors, which are like just sort of like uh, stuff hauling cars, and um the like flying planes that land with the Colonial Marines. Okay, so they know they knew they needed to have like a thing for like what do you do when you're all in a car and then the alien attacks you? So you have to have okay. some rule for that. Yeah, I can and see then that. they were and so then once you've written those rules it's not a big leap to just be like, well, we've already wrote the rules for what it is. Like when you have different people in different positions in a vehicle, we'll just make the vehicle bigger. And that's really what the, the capital ship combat is. <laughs> and so it's, I, it really feels like a, they were like, we're like 90% there. So we'll just include it just in case. But it's just weird. that There's like a whole chapter on this thing that like, that is no bizarre. one will use. Yeah. That would be like capital ship combat in apocalypse world. Yeah. Like you, you should yeah. not be at that point. No, it's so okay. Let's get past Pasiones that. Pasiones to... has a great capital ship system. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, let me pull. Let me scroll down to this section. So, the thing I want to talk about was stress. Okay, stress is the thing that I think that is is really interesting in how this game works, and is the thing that I think is worth talking about. Sounds good. So let's talk stress. So here is how you build. So it's it's a dice pool system, um, and so you have four attributes okay and each of those four attributes have three skills associated with them okay and so you have you have an attribute number and a skill number so if you're doing ranged combat for example and your ranged combat number is two because you've put two points into that skill and your agility is three then you will roll five, five dice cool um you are looking to get sixes okay so it's any dice that roll a six, if at least one rolls a six, you succeed. Okay. If you roll more than one, then you succeed and additional dice you can spend on like stunts to do extra damage yeah. or do extra like story based things. Like there's actually like the, the stunt system is pretty interesting. Um, nothing else matters. It doesn't matter if you roll a one, just sixes. Okay. So you're just counting the number of sixes. Um, and so you have five dice. You have the, you have a stress level. Okay. Stress is dealt to you by you can choose to like push yourself harder to add extra dice or to re- it's it's sorry not add extra dice you can push yourself to re-roll dice so okay. any dice that aren't a success you can choose to mark a stress and re-roll also if you like encounter an alien do some stressful things like any narratively stressful things the GM is encouraged to hand out stress okay so here's that how stress sense. this is where it gets weird. You also add your stress number to the number of dice you're rolling. Oh, so, so the if, more stressed out, the better you perform. Yes. So if you have a three in ranged or a two in ranged combat, a three in, agil- in, in agility, and then five stress, you're rolling 10 dice. Okay. But half of it is coming from stress. Yeah. Is the st- st- or do the stress die do anything differently or they're just. Yes. Okay. So the stress die can crit fail. Nice. If you if you roll a one on a stress die, something happens. Okay. You roll on a panic table. Okay. And there is a table of uh one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten different options of things that can happen to you when you panic. And they range from I would like to panic right now. Okay. What is your stress level? Oh. Like, like, just tell me what you have to tell me what number of stress you have. I have four stress. Okay, and then add that to your dice, that your dice roll. 
Oh, I just rolled. Oh, I rolled a two. So I got a six. So you got a six. So if you roll a six on the panic table, you keep it together. You manage to keep your nerves in check, but only just barely. All right. And also you would you would add a stress because okay. anytime you anytime you panic, you also add stress. Okay. So if you roll like a seven, then you your stress level gets so bad that it starts to stress out the other people in around you. Nice. So they add oh, stress. That's good. Um, is it is it like progressive that the higher yeah. it is, the worse it is? Yeah. So like oh, five yeah. is not. Five is one better than six. One well, so one through six are you keep it together. Oh, okay. And once you hit seven, things start to go bad. And that, but it goes from like seven is you uh, have a nervous twitch and you start to stress out the people around you. And fifteen plus is you collapse on the floor. You can't talk, move, or do anything. You just stare into nothing and wait for those the aliens to attack you. Okay, not the best situation to be in. No, and but then like extremely. The ho- extremely genre savvy like both of those all three of those things are very genre savvy and from like 11 yeah so basically nine is where you where starts it starts to get real like nine you drop whatever you're holding uh 10 you freeze 11 through 13 are different degrees of running away and hiding okay which is very cool so like we had our first combat in, in, I've been playing this game with my Sunday group. Yeah. And in the first in the first combat, the very first thing, so we like we were trying to destroy a face hugger and then an alien showed up. Okay. And in this order, this is what happened. My friend shot the face hugger. And then I went and I panicked. I tried okay. to shoot the alien with a flamethrower. I panicked and had to run away. So I immediately leave combat. Yeah. And have to run to another room and barricade the door. And then my other friend also had to flee. He tries to run to the same room that I'm in, but I fleed harder than him so uh, you, because I rolled so you higher. Locked the door. So I locked the door. And so he was like just outside panicking, pounding on the door, trying to get in, which meant that the only person who was left in the room got killed by the alien. Okay. And so it sounds, that sounds like, was that a situation where it escalated faster than it was supposed to? Or like that no. was like a quick, no. that was the way the game works. So the game, the game is designed to play. If, if so, we played the pre-made adventure, okay. which starts you in like the third act of an alien movie. Oh, but okay. the idea, the idea is you ramp up your stress because so when you start out, you're just doing whatever your skills and attributes are. Yeah. But by the but by like like I said, once you get five stress, which is not hard to get, now if on like and, and on average you have like between a, a three and five in all of your abilities and skills yeah so it's really easy to get to the point where stress is stress dice make up the bulk of the dice you're rolling yeah which is very cool because it means that after like a certain point like once you get halfway through a session your actual skills don't matter anymore because you've <laughs> most you're of the dice stressed. you're rolling are stress dice yeah and and the way that they cascade and stress out the people around you is very interesting and cool yeah that does sound really interesting this this might yeah. be, be me punching a hole in the game that we don't need to punch a hole in. You the way you described character creation, it sounds like you're like picking gear and like picking mm-hmm. skills. How long does that take? Uh, I haven't done it yet. So we played oh, a oh, pre-made played campaign, a okay. and it came. It came, we got characters. Yeah, I'm about to do character creation, which is where I start. I sat down today and yesterday to do character creation. Yeah, and got through it. I don't think it'll take that long because I think okay. you're doing. You do a point by system to put points into skills. Um, you choose a, a special ability, so you could um, be back in the game. After yeah. Dying. Oh yeah. Which is which is explicitly what it tells you to do. Okay. So yeah, because you're playing, you're playing like you run into a character who shows up. You 
you they're never they're inside of a closet. Yeah, and they're in a closet, pretty, pretty much. Yeah, they're glowing. It's very cool. I'm I I love. I am a personally. I'm a big fan of dice pool systems. Yeah, and the way that this game does dice pools is a really elegant. Um, especially because so things like the way that your weapons work, it hits this really good sweet spot for me okay. where there's like a table and a page of all the different kinds of guns. But practically, the way the guns work is they have a modifier. So all of the modifiers modify the dice in the pool that you're rolling. So if you have a die, if you have a gun that adds two, it has like a two bonus gun. Yeah. You're just adding two dice to the pool. Oh, okay. And so everything it's, it's, I like, I like systems where all of the math and everything is done before you roll and then you just roll and there's the resolution. And so if you are like, cause there are things where like situationally, like if you're, if you're half underwater, if the alien is behind cover, like that will modify your roll, but it only modifies how many dice you roll. Okay. So then you're basically, you're not like, you're not doing a lot of math. You're counting. No, you know, no, you're not doing any math because you're only looking at how many, how many successes have I rolled? Right. And, yeah, yeah. and it's, it's good because it, they do sell their own dice that like where the, where the one <laughs> blank, has blank, like blank, blank, blank. I actually, I don't, I, they must be blank. I don't, I don't, I have to, I have to go look at them. I know the sixes have like a little like success, like uh targeting reticle mark on okay. it. And the and for the stress dice, which are a different color, they have the little alien like facehugger logo on That's the one. Very funny, but like it's really I easy want it to, to be play blank for the rest of them. I think they might be. That's amazing. And and so it's a it's just a very interesting system. And um, it's it's weird. It's like it's really hard to get rid of stress once stuff has started going down. Yeah. So like this is what I wanted to talk about a little bit of like. I like the way that it ramps up stress because it really fits that genre mm-hmm. of aliens and an alien. And like, but there's, there's all these things like you're managing all of these numbers. No, not, you're not really managing all these numbers. So like, here's another system that I think is interesting. You have, um, it's interested in survival in the sense of like how, like things that are going to kill you yeah. basically and how they're going to make you more nervous. Cause everything, almost every, almost everything feeds back into the stress system. Okay. And the goal of the game is to push more stress on you because the more stress you have, the more likely you are to do something stupid, which will yeah. make when the alien combat happens because the alien combat is rare. Yeah. And once it happens, it goes badly. Right. And the yeah. system is designed to like always make it go badly. Pretty much. I have to and say there, there is a place in my heart for games that combat is expected, but brief and yeah and done quickly and with like major consequences yeah it's hard which like um i mean i'm a huge fan of apocalypse world and cartel so maybe that's a little obvious there's rules for like tracking how much radiation you have and how much suffocation like suffocation drowning uh different kinds of stuff like that but like it all is just a number and that number is the dice you roll and then when you roll those dice you, if there's if there's sixes, you pa- you're fine, and if you panic, then it goes into your stress. Okay. Um, like I had a um, uh, I had one of the motion sensors that tells you where like aliens are moving around you, and every time you do that, you roll power. Like the thing starts okay. with a power of five. Yeah. And so you roll, and if you if succeed, then you're good. If you f- if you roll a failure, you add stress, and the number goes down to four. So okay. the next time you roll four dice and 
eventually you're just oh, rolling you still one roll dice. five dice because you got a stress. Uh, no, for that you ju- you don't roll stress. Oh, you don't roll stress for it. Okay. No, you're just rolling the power number. Okay. Um, it's really interesting in everything. So everything comes back to dice rolls, and and the same resolution mechanic. There are robots. So the one thing that's weird about it is there are robots. <laughs> that's this is the one thing that's weird about it. Robots. From a game design perspective, robots are weird because they do not get stressed Wait, at all. The players can be robots. Players can be robots. You can play a synthetic. Is that and the syn- I? I thought I knew Alien. They're they're in it, but they're rare. Okay, they're basically like people, but they just don't get stressed. They're like people who don't get stressed. Okay, <laughs> they're people who always follow orders unless they malfunction and spaceships or dungeons. Stressed. Robots are people that are, that don't get stressed. Yeah, yeah. It's it's I. It's a system that is very interesting because again, like if you take damage, if you take if you take harm, so you also have a harm track basically. Okay. So which is very small. Like my character had four health, which okay. means like two hits are gonna kill me. Really, maybe one. Yeah. Um, but when you run out of health, you roll on the like critical damage table, okay. which is like this freaking huge table <laughs> of like every like all of the terrible things that can happen to you and they're designed and like they, they don't do anything like most of them don't do something mechanically they're okay. there they're there to make your story narratively worse like <laughs> you like you might like the alien might bite your arm yeah but that doesn't do much Except for like a narrative perspective that your arm has been bitten and you're now trying yeah. to climb a ladder and the GM yeah. tells you roll with fewer dice it makes me so like i know that when tales from the loop came out it won a bunch of awards and i was a little skeptical because even though i had backed it i i sort of flipped through it and i read it and i and i kind of like clocked it as like a um it's it's weird because it's a it's a it's it's somebody else's intellectual property it's one of those like licensed property games oh okay because it's but but the property it's licensed is just this artist's art oh okay tales from the loop and and so I but I had kind of just written it off as like a very generic maybe like um traditional game inspired um intellectual property licensed game but yeah. like now I kind of want to go back because this is like this is weirdly it's very elegant in some ways um in pushing this genre at least at least the aliens interpretation of it yeah i think so I and then there's vehicle that, combat. And then there's vehicle combat because it's a traditional game and so it doesn't know when to stop doing what it's doing. I think yeah. that's maybe fundamentally one of the biggest weaknesses of trad games is that they tend to be trying to be broad. So like, like let's go back to the granddaddy, D&D, right? D&D does not need uh, flight angle turning calculations. Yeah. That's absurd. No one cares about that. Sure does have it though. Uh not necessarily you always have to use it, but it it's there. It sure does have like buying up towns and building a castle in it. Don't need to use it, but it's sure there. And so like yeah. all of those things are not problems for them to exist. It's a problem of not understanding the scope and focus of your game. And so, like, if you believe the scope and focus of your game is playing a game where you don't have to roll dice very often, mm-hmm. 
And that I think is what a lot of people think of as D&D. They're like, I want my D&D session to be freeform storytelling where we hardly touch the dice and then like a little bit of combat and like I want to be cool throughout. Um, that isn't what D&D does, but you could very well make that. And so I think also with Aliens, it sounds like they made maybe the game that they should have made. Yeah. And then they kept going. Yeah, it does feel like that. But I, and I think some of it is also like it does. Again, it feels to me like less like they kept going just because that was what you do when you make a game and more like accidental scope creep. Yeah, like, that can also wanna, totally be like you want to have the capital ship because because it's it's because it's a dungeon. A capital yeah. ship is like you said, it's, oh, yeah. it's a dungeon. And so it's a setting where the characters will be. And yeah. so that means someone just kind of went, well, if the characters, if we're doing campaign, if we're doing campaign play and the characters are going to be in this dungeon that is a ship, eventually someone's going to want to drive it. Yeah. So we might as well just write a rule for how to drive it. Yeah. And then once they had the rules for someone might want to drive it, they're like, oh, someone might want to drive a different one. And then there and might do, be two that want to fight each other. And like you do want to have pages and pages of descriptions about the things you'll run into on a ship because most of these descriptions are just narrative. They're like, here's what the setting is like. Yeah. But it just means that like the, the chapter on ship combat is like 40 pages. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It's which just is like, th- I mean, there's no need for that. It's not bad. I just it's just baffling to me. Well, because it's it's the wrong game. Yeah. Like that if if you were reading Battlestar Galactica, mm-hmm. that would be the right game. Yeah, forty pages of I mean forty pages of mechanics is like a I little mean, maybe rough. It's not forty, but yeah. In any world. <laughs> but like that's just is where you'd it's need very that. interesting. Like there there are no rules in Pasionos Faciones for like actual combat. There's like kind of hitting at somebody or yelling at them a little bit and then there's someone dies <laughs> you know what is great too so if you are panicking yeah. some of these panic effects last more than one turn like if you okay. flee hard enough it lasts until like either you're like it, it lasts for a couple rounds um but if someone else someone else can roll a, like a command roll okay. to basically like yell at you and tell you to like keep it get together back, get your keep it together yeah and then you will stop panicking Oh, okay, and that also feels extremely alien. It does, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's. There are things about it that are very good. Um, it's, it's, it's a very interesting system. We're gonna play. So we played through like the generic. Um, it gives you a uh, a, a campaign to play, like or a, like yeah. a, a one off to play with some generic characters, where it's like you're on a colony and some some uh, corporate agents have showed up and they brought with them the alien that they're doing some testing, but you don't yeah. know that, and then the alien gets loose and it starts whatever. Yeah, we are gonna we're gonna run a custom game um, where we're a little bit more like we're we're gonna tweak it and play more like. Um, uh, the movie The Thing, like a, a okay. John or whatever, a Carpenter. Um, uh, the more blue-eyed hero from Yancey Street. Yeah. 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 Um, more like characters who are off in like a, a wilderness, okay. doing stuff, and then like there's like a like 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 less like an alien and maybe more like a a really terrifying bear or something like that. Well, oh, I think we're probably going to keep it in the sci-fi realm, but like I was going to say you could be attacked by so many interesting things. Yeah. I mean, so we're going to I think we're going to be we're going to be on a planet, we're going to be like first colonists exploring it. Okay. God, I I do want to jump back and talk about this. The of the classes that you can choose, there there's so there's the the, the colonial marine, 
Okay. There's a a medic, an officer, a pilot, a roughneck, a scientist, a corporate agent, and a kid. Why? Because the alien movies have kids in them, where they're like, there's God, the one scrappy so kid dumb. who shows up. But and it's it's so weird because they're framed as what is your career? Yeah, my career is <laughs> then, my, my career is kid. Well, I mean, it's like, like I didn't go to four years of child school to not be a child, <laughs> and like it's it's there because that's like they're in the movies. They show up a lot. There's a lot of kids, and the kids are usually really good because it, they're they're they don't shoot rifles, but they're plucky and they hide and stuff. Does it have kid to kid fight combat? Because like once you have kid, you might as well. <laughs> Like, someone might that, want to pilot in sense, a kid. <laughs> you can't pilot a kid. Um, oh well, that's a huge flaw in the game. Like your kid, like your kid doesn't start with guns. Starts with a fishing line, a magnet, a yo-yo. You might have a lunchbox <laughs> covered in stickers, a bracelet made by an older sibling. That like, is like that is a game that I defend. Like if I were at a table and someone said I want to play that character, I would be X carding that moment. Yeah, like uh, there would yeah. be a, an immediate. Yeah. Like nope for me, and but, that's just that's but that that's, is but that's the genre. Like it's yeah. Like there there's there's always the one kid, and they always they usually well usually they don't die, but when they do die, they die in the terrifying way that everyone yeah. dies in alien movies. So like yeah, and it's it's not for everyone. <laughs> no, um, but it's just like that is that I think again is showing it knows like the an genre awareness really of well. genre, yeah, and a complete lack of awareness of what you're doing when you write a game. Because like yeah. yes, it is a part of the genre. That character is not that's that's not a PC. Yeah, because your yeah. game is about fighting aliens. It is. It is a. I think again, it is a lot like they were like, okay, well, here's the core of what our game is. But games need to have campaign play, and so like, what are you going to do in campaign play? You're going to yeah. do ship combat. You're going to like, or you're going to do like, it almost could do Firefly really well. Like, I was I was thinking that same thing, but like. This is why when you're making a game, you don't start by listing your classes. Because yeah. when you sit down and you list your classes as your first thing, you are, you're just going to like look at the genre that you're emulating or look at the idea that you're emulating and just write down everything that happens in it and all of the people that are in it. And next thing you know, you're... Ugh, I, can't even, I can't think of a bad example right now i'm struggling to come up with a really bad example you're you're playing like what we do in the shadows and you're going oh i'm co-worker yeah yeah and that's not the point no it does it's 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 a very interesting game that like yeah i don't there are like the like the really how how everything ties back to the stress system yeah is really really incredibly on point yeah that sounds like it it's and that's what like was really good about it yeah cartel has a little bit of that same thing that like that everything come the things come back to stress over and over and over again and like there is is there a lot of is there interesting system for clearing stress or not really um i didn't really get into it too much because the the one shot that we played is really designed to Hit you with a lot of stress hard, then kill you with aliens. Okay, and fair. and not um not, <laughs> not really give recover. you time to like recover. Yeah, like you have to spend time like hiding, and that's where you're supposed to talk um, okay. to each other. Like you have a buddy and a rival that like drive your, your character act, yeah. character like situations. Also legit which it, for a action movie. It, the the buddy and rival system doesn't really do much, and okay. does feel a little bit like they kind of somebody looked at all of the different 
movies and went, well, in every one of these movies, all of these characters has that one character <laughs> they like and the one character they don't like. Yeah. And like, and uh, it's okay. The the experience points you get by, I think the the, the buddy and, and rival system drives your experience because you okay. get experience by risking your life for your buddy, challenging or standing up to your rival, um, nice. making panic rolls. Wow. Um, <laughs> earning money. That's interesting. Earning money. Risking. See, did you risk or sacrifice something to further your personal agenda? Earning yeah. money? I mean, okay, so I'll admit, Alien is not something I've it's, I've seen. I think I've seen Alien, yeah. and that's it. I don't think I've seen... They don't really do a lot of earning aliens. money. I don't, they, no one really earns money. Yeah, like that's not the point. Yeah, like, no. If, if I was playing Alien and my GM told me at the end of a session, oh, and uh, they deposited money into your account i would not be asking how much yeah i'd be like but cool and yeah like the only reason they do that is because they're they're thinking what are you doing in a campaign well you're really you're playing that firefly like people on a ship who are doing who are doing jobs and the only reason you need money is because they have gear and they want the gear to be distinct and then the way that the gear is like statted is it always has a cost so you have to make yeah. money to earn the thing so like i can see where they got there but it's it's definitely a little bit weird this game sounds like it is much more honestly like we've mentioned firefly a time or two yeah this sounds like firefly yeah like firefly but with alien and and heavily leaning on this idea that the more stressed you are the cooler biggest bigger action movie stunts you will pull off but right. you will also risk f- totally falling apart which I I dig that. That's really good because yeah. that is true of action movies, right? Like mm-hmm. not of action movies, but of like the horror action movie. Now I will say the thing that was really interesting was about, and maybe this was just the the one shot we played and the way that it was like sort of designed. But we hit a point where we ran into our after we ran. We, so we we fought the first alien and we were able to kill it only because okay. almost all of us ran one person died and the alien spent a couple rounds like trying just focusing on them to kill them yeah and then and then our android our synthetic synthetic fought the alien one-on-one and won but while being that va- like almost nearly destroyed themselves okay so it was a, it was a, it, it felt the alien felt very powerful the yeah. alien felt very dangerous and like the fact that we scattered like that we, we yeah, were all like good. That definitely like drives down that point of the alien feeling like a powerful threat. But then the problem w- that we ran into was, or that I think uh, is a little bit of a problem, is then we we hit a an- so after that battle we knew the aliens were there. That was when I pulled out my motion tracker, pinged the thing, and we saw aliens around us. Yeah, and so we knew where we had to go because in order to escape, we had to get onto this shuttle. But there was no way to quickly get to the shuttle. And we, okay. had, we were on like basically on the other side of the colony. Yeah. We had a little map. And at that point, we realized, I realized at least, it was going to be very hard for us to get there. Because yeah. we did not really have enough weapon, like firepower to defeat these aliens. And then once like the next alien started attacking us, like and it, the aliens basically jump on you and like tie down a person in okay. melee combat. Yeah. And when you're like when you've got an alien and you can't run and mostly you're you're like lying on your back and that's very true to genre yeah but it means that like once the alien shows up they're pretty much going to kill somebody yeah and that means that once enough aliens show up and, and really we only fought two aliens so yeah. that we, we so i guess we fought the one and one and then there were two more and at some point it became really clear to me that there was no way mechanically that we were going to win this 
Mm-hmm. But then the game didn't just end it, it because we hadn't actually like mechanically lost at that point. Yeah. We had just sort of hit that point of no return where it is- I had too much stress and I was more I was more likely to run again than yeah. ever succeed at at shooting a, an alien. Yeah. But also I had run already. So I was not where the alien was. Yeah. But I also couldn't get to the ship without going through the alien. Right. So it and becomes so the- like a thing that that the point of the game the point of the game is to be like the the things that support gameplay where there's interesting mechanics that support gameplay are combat and that is briefly yeah and when the combat goes on too long and the it, combat is the point but if you do multiple combats you die <laughs> yeah it's like the first combat felt really good because yeah. In the first round of that combat, I I ran somewhere and hid, and someone else ran and hid. Then one of the other people died, and then it was just combat between the synthetic and the alien, and they just punched each other over and over again until the until the alien died and the synthetic didn't. <laughs> and it, felt, it really that felt good. <laughs> well, that felt the better of the two. Okay, I think that I actually think that it needs that the combat could be a little bit more punishing, because like. Like the movies, the combat, like the thing that feels the good, the best about the game is that like you're moving around a base where you know there are aliens and you're trying to hide yeah. from them and they're sort of trying to hide from you. Yeah. And you have the motion tracker and you have stress and you like you run into people who are dead or you run into the little like eggs or like at one point we ran into an alien, but the alien was asleep. So we just like yeah. backed away slowly. Haven't taken a bunch of stress. Yeah. But then... That second combat just didn't happen fast enough. Yeah, because then you got to a point that it was like, oh. And then after that second combat, it's like, oh, no, we've lost. Yeah. Because like once yeah. you go into a combat and you are already stressed out. And we also, we scattered. Like, the game didn't keep us close enough together. Yeah. So we scattered. So the, the, we ran into a kid and I, and we ran immediately because we, mm-hmm. we didn't want to have any business fighting this other alien. Yeah. But then we ran into a second alien. And at that point, we were like, okay, well we were never going to kill another alien together as a group. And here we yeah. are split into two and three. So this and, isn't happening. And this isn't happening. Yeah. See, that's what I like about, that's what one of the things I really like about zombie world is that the point is not fighting zombies. Like, yeah. If you're fighting zombies, you've already lost. And yeah. so like in my mind for like a horror game, for a horror game that is like, like action horror, I would, I really think that the game's, core mechanics need to be around the interaction of the players with each other. Yeah. And like, yeah. like once for me, an alien game, you should be building up stress, building up stress and like letting out stress by doing something socially. Yeah. And the alien should only show up if things are very, very bad. Like you, you should have had to mess up in a major way Yeah, for the alien to show up. We had a we had a moment where after we killed the first alien, we all huddled in one room together, which is where we yeah. discovered the kid player because the the character who died came back as a kid who was hiding in a locker. Yeah. Um. And in that moment, we should have probably cleared more stress. Some of okay. that could have been we as the players didn't know because if yeah. we had run into the second alien, then we might have been able to with less stress. We might have then been able to fight chance. them better. And and even there's okay. some things you can do, like you can run and hide. 
um, yeah. from the alien, but we all rolled so badly in 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 like in the first round of that next combat that like that immediately someone just got pinned, and then we all like we all uh, like went through all you you when you roll badly on your uh, your like firing roll, like you have a chance yeah. of like your say of the GM saying your gun is jammed and that like yeah. it's not working for you, and so like that happened to everyone who had a rifle. Yeah. So suddenly we had a ton of stress and no weapons, and and then you start to get into like Benny Hill categories, yeah. where just everything's going wrong, and and because you've lost everyone was attention. panicking, and there's a lot of like there's a lot of running when you panic, yeah, and which is funny. Like it is it is real and serious, and also a game where there are five people playing and five yeah. they all run in separate directions is like a funny moment. Yeah, yeah, it was good. It was very good, and also because uh, the other thing that was great was um, so the when I in that first set of combat when I ran and hid and I locked the door. The other yeah. reason why I didn't let the other guy in was because he was my rival, and so once the other combat <laughs> see, ended, good, see that is a good moment. That is a good yeah. thing right there because and it followed up by once the that combat finished. They were like still knocking on the door, like, come on, let us in. And I was like, no, 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 you're, I don't like you. I don't trust you. I think yeah. that you're probably involved in this. And then as soon as the other character who was my buddy came up and knocked on the door, I let him in immediately. Yeah. And then it was like, it was this like great moment of like, what the, you're going to let this guy in, but you're not going to let me in. What's going and, on here? Like, did the mechanics like support that or was that um, just people supporting that? Like, it, I is, did it because there was a thing on my character sheet that said, uh, this guy's your rival. This guy's your buddy. But looking right. back, if we were, but that was only because we were playing a one shot. Yeah. If we were playing a campaign, I would have gotten experience from not letting the rival in and gotten experience okay. from letting my buddy in. So there is a mechanic. Okay. To sort there of is some mechanic to back that up. Um, yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, well, where's the other thing? This was another thing that I thought was interesting. Um, there is explicitly. This is just the thing that that I thought was interesting uh, that the game did was so there is a one of the skills there's a social skill called manipulation. Okay. And you roll to try to get a character to do what you want. And there is a special section that calls out that it's not mind control. And it says okay. like you're if you roll they're supposed to do it, but like but like let the like everyone at the table is supposed to t- take this seriously and if like this is the thing yeah. that the character would never do then you can't make you can't even attempt to to convince them that's good like you can yeah. like it, and and that it says yeah it says uh blah, blah blah you don't take control of their mind um oh there's also a no matter what if you make if you succeed at the role and convince them they may still ask you for payment or like they may condition it on something or they may add stipulations even if you success and i just thought it was a it was a good it was an interesting mechanical uh it's good to see that yeah that that checks out that's a, that's a good thing to have um i think that that Having some sort of a system that you have a focus on making sure that someone is in masks parlance like susceptible to your words, yeah, is important. And I think yeah. frankly, there it's it's really Im- pretty much impossible to have a system that that can that can get like the fine granularities of what manipulating or asking someone for something is like. If if you and I were hanging out, we wouldn't be, of course, because <laughs> we're yeah. in quarantine. Uh, and I asked, we want the like, to get us. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I asked, like, you know, like, hey, could you could you hand me my phone? That 
you wouldn't need to be susceptible to my words to hand me your phone. Yeah. Uh, or to hand me my phone. Uh, and like, but if I said, hey, mind jumping out that window? Yeah, I'd be like, no. Just because you're susceptible to my words doesn't mean that, because I've got influence over you. Yeah. Uh, doesn't mean that you that you would do that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's, I'm trying to think. There's and then there's all thing. sorts of like gross stuff in mind control yeah. in games also that is just Calling bad. out that it, it specifically is not that is good. It's a good thing. Agreed. Because it is a game, but it's a genre thing that it's a game where like you are trying to convince the corporation people that like, hey, you shouldn't try to capture this alien. We should try to kill it. Yeah. But you have to like actually get to a point where it's reason it's reasonable. Yeah. One of the things you have a you have a secret agenda. Um, I guess it doesn't have to be secret, but in in the adventure we played, it was secret. It was secret. And one, yeah. And one of my secret agendas was that I was a secret. Uh, agent for the corporation and so yeah. my secret i had a secret goal of do not let anyone else off this planet okay and so whenever we we were trying to find uh there was one shuttle owned by the whaley Nutani corporation and there were two people who had just come in from off world who had basically yeah. had the keys and so i made sure whenever we found them that i took the keys yeah and so then at the end uh when i died everyone was like oh well shit he had all the keys, <laughs> which was my plan. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, my, well, my plan was to escape myself. Was to was to live else on the planet. Yeah, yeah. But when that became obvious, it wasn't going to happen. Um, it is. So, I think that might be all I have to say about this game for now. Which is, I I, I want to come back because <laughs> when I want to, we're gonna we one of the reasons why we wanted to return to this and play, uh play a longer campaign is to sort of see how does that stress mechanic balance out over time. Yeah. When you have more time to engage with the things that like calm you down. Yeah. And see if we can do a better job governing that. Yeah. Cause I think that, I think that there's like a whole breadth of different ways you can handle like a stress mechanic in game. And like one of them is just having a really successful feedback loop on it. You know? Yeah. Like, like, uh, I'm I'm gonna come back to cartel just because it's such a good example. Um, you do awful things because you are you know in the cartel and doing yeah. work for the cartel. Uh, you get very stressed out, and then the way you get rid of stress is by like uh taking out violence on somebody or like doing drugs or doing some other thing that temporarily gives like a adrenal reduction of stress yeah but it also makes problems for you which means that you have to now solve those problems and the only methods you have for solving those problems are the awful things that you did (laughs) to get you stressed out in the first place and so like that's like a really satisfying play loop because every step of the loop is an interesting step I had a moment late in the game where I was trying to, uh, I wanted, well, we wanted to, con- I wanted to hook into the, the computers to see yeah. if I could remote start the, uh, the ship so that it would be like powered on when we got there. Yeah. And I had this moment where I was like, okay, well, I'm, I do not have a good Comtex score. I have like, I have literally, I have no stat in that. Yeah. So I would just be rolling my wit score, which is not great. I'm not smart. Okay. Um, and then I was like, oh, but wait, I have 
eight stress because I'm being chased by an alien. So it doesn't <laughs> matter that I don't have any, I don't have a skill in combat. I'm still yeah. rolling almost 10 dice. And then I was like, wait, but if I do that and fail, I have a really bad chance of rolling really badly. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, but it's so tempting because like by the end, because again, your character in the story is not thinking, gee, I'm bad at computers. I shouldn't even no. try. They're You're thinking, saying, gee, I'm I being chased by an alien. Holy crap. I need to just do this to try to look just to try it. Yeah. And, and, and the mechanics reinforce that. And yeah. then, of course, you will fail. And then mm-hmm. <laughs> you will fail well, big. As long as the feedback loop is an interesting one. Yeah. Then it, it, it kind of doesn't matter. Right. Like, like here's OK. D&D's feedback loop. You go, you fight monsters, you buy equipment. Fighting monsters is a fun thing if that's the thing you're into. Buying equipment is a fun thing if that's what you're into. And by buying the better equipment, you then can go fight bigger monsters. That's like a satisfying feedback loop, right? Yeah. Um, it's a very specific one, but it's a satisfying one. If you go to like some of the like older heartbreakers... Where it's like, oh, in order to heal, you need to spend six months not adventuring. Yeah. And if you're not adventuring, that means you don't get to come to game sessions. Like, that's not a satisfying part of the feedback loop. And so, like, if the feedback loop for D&D was play, get injured, play again, that's not interesting because healing in the game is not interesting. Uh, Sitting out of sessions is not interesting. Waiting for six months is not interesting. And so as long as each step of your feedback loop is an interesting thing, then you're golden. Like in Passion, mm-hmm. we designed it so that when you do things that are exciting things to do, you mark conditions. And you want to mark conditions because when you mark conditions, you get a bonus to something. And so like you get to go, oh, I am rageful, so I'm better at striking out at people. This is so much fun. And then you hit a meltdown. And the meltdowns, oh, that's you. (laughs) And the meltdowns are designed to both clear your conditions, which is great. That feels nice. And to give you a big thing like a a darkest self for monster hearts. Then it's a big dramatic thing you get to do, which is fun. And because you've done that, you've made horrible situations for yourself that you're now going to need to resolve. Again, using the things that got you stressed out in the first place. Yeah. It does, stressing, stressing out is or like there is a section on relieving stress and it yeah. does look like mostly you relieve stress by not Waiting. doing anything yeah that's boring which right? is a little boring but i think it's supposed to be that like you run and hide so yeah. a lot of the high stress like high panic things are you run and hide yeah and i think it's because you're supposed to run and hide and then while everyone else is doing combat your stress ticks down oh which my is God. not so, so you get to sit out my favorite you get to yeah. sit on your hands for five minutes yeah like which is not so, my favorite, but yeah, that and like like that to me is where a game fundamentally is missing fun. Like, yeah, it doesn't mean it's a bad game. It just means that they've left fun on the table. And the, and like, so here's the other thing I'll say is if the the place where I think it goes too far is yeah. it says you cannot make any skill rolls while you're resting. And so oh, in that, that's so awful because if if so like in that in that scenario. Yeah, where I had fle- I had fled early on in the combat and locked myself yeah. in a room. The way we did get through that combat was ultimately I didn't do anything. But if yeah. I, while my friends are fighting, I had the opportunity to like relieve stress every turn, but also yeah. explore that room and look for things. Yeah, 
that would have been very cool. I would have been doing something, and it's just encouraging you to do non-combat things for a hot second. Yeah, and like, if if you are panicking, and you can grab onto another player, and you roll a convince roll to get them to hold the door while you run... That's yeah. interesting, but you can't there even is... do that. You can't make any rolls. <clears throat> no, the command, the command roll, the command roll can stop someone from panicking. But okay. you can't, as far as I can tell, you can't reduce stress in someone. You can use your medical help. Comfort and support. There's no comfort and support. Which, oh no! To be fair, I think fits the genre a little bit. I, th- I think it does, but I think that that's still le- like if you're going to make Alien and have ship to ship combat. <clears throat> yeah like why aren't you having someone being compassionate for a second to help someone through I'm, well i mean like i may be thinking of terminator here but like there is definitely some grounding that can happen in that kind sure. of moving that I think is it's, not yelling at someone i'd have to go back i want to look at the mechanics for how the monsters work yeah but i think that they're just supposed to be powerful enough that like if you flee during combat the reason why you're not sitting out a bunch of rounds is because you're the not, combat's over. So the so. combat's over. The only yeah. reason combat went really long was because we had a synthetic who rolled yeah. really lucky, and who shouldn't have been in the game. Are, synthetics are very beefy, and like it actually like there's a section on it says a synthetics are part of are part of the world. If a yeah. player wants to play a synthetic, it should be rare. You should definitely yeah. not have more than one, and yeah. like the whole group should agree that there is allowed that the synthetic is allowed because See, they are they're, they're big and they're powerful. Game breaking. Yeah, they actually <laughs> like. like the most interesting thing in the game is the stress mechanic. And they don't do it. And they don't do it. So They're it's like, there to be a tank, basically. That's that's so that's so bad. Cause it just it just lengthens also like Okay. Here's the thing. Uh people talk about how in old versions of D D there the paladin was supposed to be super rare, right? And so you had to roll your dice in order and get a paladin. Mm-hmm. So, like, I think the the odds were like one in ten thousand that you could be a paladin uh, for each time that somebody rolls up a character. So, how come everyone has stories about being a paladin? Yeah, because that doesn't because you wouldn't want <clears> that. No one does it doesn't, that. Yeah, yeah. Like the rarity of how common something is in the real world of the game versus how rare it is in a player party should not have anything to do with each other it's the you've already passed that rarity hurdle simply by the fact that there are players playing them and we're following their story yeah like let's let's look at uh let's look at vampire right vampires are rarer than humans does that mean that in your group playing vampire (laughs) five of you should be humans and one of you should be a vampire and that you should have most tables wouldn't have a vampire at all like, no, yeah. that's ridiculous. Well, so actually, and the thing that's interesting is I was thinking about the, I think that also it might have just been that that synthetic in particular was was pretty beefy. Okay. I think that in general, they're not supposed to be because I'm but looking at like. Still, but like, they're still missing the core They're missing that core mechanic. Um, when, when a synthetic, so the, the other way that happens is when you, um, when you, take damage and you run out of health points yeah every time you take damage after that you roll on a critical injuries table okay the critical injuries table for a normal human should i get a critical injury right now yeah roll um roll 2d6 
or a d66. You're going to take one and make it the first number and one to make it the second I number. I rolled a 61. Okay. That's not great. Um, <laughs> that is a, uh, a ruptured jugular. Oh, boy. That's not great. Um, so you will... Die. Yeah, that's fatal. Yeah, okay. Um, it's not... I think, I think it's, 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 it's listed as fatal but also that you can be healed. So I think it's like if a okay. medic stops what they're doing right then to help you. But like if you, had ro- if you had rolled an 11, that's like the bottom yeah. on the table. What was that? Just rolled a 55. Okay. I think a I'm going to 55. A 55 is a severed leg. Okay. So at that point, you're not dead. Yeah. Um, you're just very badly wounded. Yes. There are however many combinations of 2d6 um where you're adding those numbers or you're putting those numbers next to each other from 36 um and uh, and they go from like they start with winded and they go to you're dead yeah but there's like there's a whole page of tables but if you were playing a synthetic synthetics have six i think in total they're just rolling a 1d6 and so (laughs) synthetics are they have nothing they only have one option that will kill them which is yeah. like that they're totally destroyed and everything yeah. less than that plays a narrative role in how they how they deal with like being able to continue to function but yeah. there's a lot of like there's a lot of things on the damage that critical injuries table where it's like you've lost a leg where you're not going to be able to yeah. continue functioning in the story and the, and the synthetics can definitely do that but they have fewer chances and then like eventually they die so yeah. i actually think i i wonder if if it wasn't just that version of the of the of the synthetic that was really beefy. I wonder if they're supposed to be less beefy. But all the same, like if you are playing a game that that the core assumption of the game is that when you are hit at like a damaged point, right? Yeah. And for ninety nine percent of the time, in the in like the theoretical world, mm-hmm. you should be rolling two d six to get uh, thirty six results. But there's some special class that only has six results. I think maybe you can like think from a player perspective and go, hey, the people writing this game cared less about this. Because if they cared more about it, there'd be 36 results. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, and so then, like, this is where one of those points that as the game designer, you should be cutting that content. Yeah. That that's not content. Or is there's some alternate stress system. Like if you're gonna write, if you're writing an alien game and you're writing capital ship combat, yeah. like it makes way more sense to write an alien game and ha- like I agree that an alien game should have synthetics. Like r- those are characters that appear in those movies pretty frequently, okay. and they shouldn't be stressed out, but they should have some other system. Yeah, they've got to. Like if, you, if you're going out of your way to write a whole system for capital ship, like don't write, don't yeah, spend those don't forty pages that. writing a capital ship combat. Spend those forty <laughs> systems writing a really intricate synthetics code combat or code system or something like that or cut them completely or cut here's okay so we i I don't know alien well we i think we i think we've hit the end of this 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 podcast uh, (laughs) because i have been ranting about this game for an hour but i want to leave you on this here here are on the list of things that will cause you to mark stress pushing yourself harder to re-roll because you failed yeah um firing a full auto weapon okay because you're just you, presumably if you're firing a, a weapon full auto, it's because the alien's running right at you. Yeah. Um, going without food or water, um, suffering damage, 
if anyone who is a scientist on your team fails while rolling an analysis skill. Why? Because that's the moment when your scientist has failed you and it stresses you out because you don't know what's coming. You don't know what's happening. But so so what that should say instead of when they fail a roll, it should instead say when the scientist tells you that they don't know what something is. Yeah, yeah. Right? Like that's that's a better fictional trigger. Yeah. Because the scientist should be able to like fail and then lie. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. God, this is this is a game that I think is it's it's very that it knows what the genre is very well and then has just like maybe 70% 80% executed this game really well. It and sounds then, to me like 60% of the game needs to be cut out. <laughs> that's that's true. <laughs> but like the things that it does right, it does really right. Yes, that agreed. And then the things that it does wrong, it does very wrong. <laughs> I, just, I, mean, I can't get past the capital ship combat. The capital it's ship so combat weird. is very funny. It's okay. so weird. So here's an interesting thing though. All right, I'm going to blow your mind. Is it having capital ship combat better or worse than Apocalypse World 2 having vehicle combat that's crunchier? It's way and, worse. But, but so like in Apocalypse World, you're going to have vehicle combat. Yeah. Right. And so without those crunchier rules that a lot of people don't like and don't want to yeah. have in it you would just use the standard combat rules. Yeah. Right? And so, like, by having those rules be something that is in the game and is a thing that will occur, but is not necessarily important to the structure of the story, it is maybe a thing that is even more distracting. Um... I... Like, let me try to word this a little bit better. Um... Let's say we were playing, let's say we're playing masks, right? If there were rules, if there were capital ship combat rules, Mm -hmm. it would be some extra content in the game that we probably would never touch, right? Like, as a GM, I would look at it and I would go, huh, that's weird. The players might not even ever see the rules, right? If there were detailed rules for, like, catching and throwing vehicles that would probably come up at some point Mm -hmm. and so like having something that is so outside the scope there like there's a weirdness that something that is barely outside of scope or like something that's barely outside of scope can sometimes be worse than something that's radically outside of scope so the, like the only addendum that I'll add to this is yeah. like you were saying in in Apocalypse World if they if there weren't sort of more complicated weapon rules people just use the regular combat rules. Yeah. In in Alien something like capital ship combat which is wildly out of scope. Yeah. But the special rules are basically the regular combat rules. Yeah. You just so, you, the only so difference it's, it's is a weird it's it's a weird use of page layout. And like yeah. space, as opposed to like necessarily like a problem with the game. Yeah, and like yeah, I will say like, there are a lot of people that love the more adva- more uh, complicated combat rules for Apocalypse mm-hmm. World Two. There's a lot of people that love the 
vehicle combat rules for Apocalypse World 2. I haven't had a lot of experience with them. I've mostly played AW1. Uh, but, like, capital ship combat won't happen. No. Ever. Like, I mean, I guess this is just regular ship combat, too. But even so, that's it's wildly weird. unlikely. Yeah. Like, and so, like, but, like, looking at it right now, basically, the way that combat works, the ship combat works, is you have people taking positions, like the pilot, the sensors operator, yeah. the gunner, and then you have, so, as a character, you have one ability that's, like, okay. you can, like, my ability as a pilot was that I could, I could push, push to re-roll my dice twice if I okay. was piloting a ship, and okay. all of the, the a bit, like, the position uh, things are just extra abilities you get. But they're just different ways. They're like stunts in Fate. They're like different ways okay. you get to use your basic, like, like even launch, like launch countermeasures. It's just a, a, a like a thing that you're doing, but it's just you're rolling your ranged combat. It doesn't do yeah. anything else. It just it's it just says you can use your ranged combat to do this slightly different thing because yeah. you're in a ship. And in every Which, case, like, if that it's wasn't just written, like, would you even? You would probably you might do it. You might just do it. You might just do it because it's a thing that makes sense for capital ship combat. You probably wouldn't yeah. do it because no one playing aliens is playing Has capital ever ship done combat. Capital ship combat. No. Yeah. Um, and so it's oh weird. My gosh. Because- I want to talk. I want to talk to the group. Yeah. That played Alien and got capital ship combat. <laughs> Space combat starts on page one eighty eight and goes to page. 205 so there are there's almost 20 pages on ship that's combat so many. that's way ship too many combat. for a game where that will never happen but like, yeah but like you could take a pair of scissors and literally cut those pages out oh my because again so like looking at like the, the ship <laughs> we're way over time here but like the the ship combat chapter sections are distances and zones which is just the way combat it works in this game uh, initiatives yeah. like initiatives and turns well at least they but didn't that's... like stress themselves out like adding this new content <laughs> initiatives and initiative initiative and turns is just how combat happens in this game detection is just sneaking in the regular game like declaring actions that's just how you play the game armor <laughs> like all of these sections are like just the sections for how regular combat works except you're doing it in a ship that's it's delightful. So, it's so wild. It's so good. It's so wild that this this chapter is here in every every single way. Well, like, but that is true of so many different traditional games. Like, I you know that I I have listened to like every episode of System Mastery. The amount of episodes they have that say like, oh, and then they've got a boring car combat section. Yeah, and then like they basically move on from it because what else can you even say at that point? <laughs> Here, okay, so for real, here is the last thing I want to say about this game. <laughs> in the first Alien, in the movie Alien, they have yeah. their ship computer, which is called Mother. Okay. So, in the game, the person who runs and is the, like, the, your eyes and ears into the world is the GM. Yeah. The game Mother. <laughs> are they, are they playing the computer? No, they're just playing the GM. They've just defined GM as game mother. I mean, they would I play mean, the they would play the computer if they would anyone be- talked to the computer. And being real, that's not that's not any worse than game master. <laughs> no, it is also a weird like a weird gendered uh, yeah. designation to make. 
It's like also, an arbitrary gendered uh, designation to make for the person running the game. They also they also definitely in so the very first like the very first page of text that isn't just like let's talk about aliens. The concept yeah. is a title or a, a section titled "What's the Story, Mother?" And then later there's a section called "Being the Game Mother." Is there so a they, possibility that those are two different roles? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. The, it's the story mother's job is to manage the story. It's a game. The with game two mother's job is to manage the game. God, that's and so never weird. the twain shall meet. Well, <laughs> so here are the rules for how to contact us on Twitter when you're in a capital ship. Uh, yeah, you will write up a tweet if- like you would normally, and then you will hit the tweet button, uh, adding us. Um, but while you're doing it, you have to yell, I'm on a capital ship. Um, and then... <laughs> Hashtag on a capital ship. Yes, 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 yeah. yes. So, so you, normally you can send tweets at us without a hashtag. But if you're on a capital ship, you have to include the, the hashtag, hashtag on a capital ship. If you do, we will respond to the same way we normally oh, yeah. would, but with hashtag on a capital ship. Yes. And <laughs> those Twitter accounts, if you don't know already, are at... Stop back and roll, or individually, I am at end the meltdowns, and I'm at story mother. From now on, no, <laughs> and I'm brand. at B Leon Gambetta. If you have a longer question, like if you're walking from one end of a capital ship to the other end of a capital ship, and you really want to send us the message as you go the entire length of the ship, you can email us at James or Brandon at stopbackandroll.com. You can find uh, list, links to our episodes and some of the games we've been working on um, and probably probably some of the older games we've been working on at this point. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, my gosh. We need to update that. You can find that at stophackandroll.com. If you like the show and would like to help other people find it, give us a rating and review on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you find your podcasts. We make this podcast and all of the rest of our podcasts and a, probably a new Capital Ship Combat podcast now too oh um, Pasiones now has capital ship combat oh because yeah of this james 40 um, pages 40 look pages. out for it in tormentas del corazon <laughs> um we do it with the support of our patreon backers <laughs> thank you all so much for, su- for supporting <laughs> thank you so this much, and we're so sorry <laughs> we're so sorry um we have a new backer i'd like to thank maddie young as well as thank some of our old favorites like randy lubin uh shuffle quest daniel hyatt sean knight chad owen Riverhouse Games, Michael Perdue, Michael Bowman, and Greg Walters. If you'd like to support the show and all of our future shows and whatever the heck we just did, um, check us out at patreon.com slash stop, hack, and roll. Uh, If you would like to support us in another way, but uh, not financially, you can check out our Discord. Uh, One thing that I want to do on this Discord at some point is play This Discord Has Ghosts in It, which is a new game that's on itch.io willjobs.itch.io slash ghosts it's i want to talk about this at some point yeah maybe next episode maybe next episode because i'm like champion at the bit i know normally i don't throw in like an advertisement for somebody else in the middle but i'm hoping we can get a chance at some point during the next two weeks to play this uh but you can find the discord at tinyurl.com slash shr discord or discord.stopbackandroll.com yep this Discord has ghosts in it. This brain has no links in it. <laughs> Deep space colonies, living quarters. This game is so weird.
I want to be clear that I like this game. I went in. And I want to be clear that I, that I like Apocalypse World too. <laughs> that I that I thought I wasn't gonna like it, and I was really <laughs> shocked at how much I did. Um, I, so much of this game is good. I have to say though, James, everything you were praising about this game makes me want you to just play Zombie World. I have because played Zombie World. So just play Zombie World and Alien instead <laughs> by yeah, sitting down, stopping playing Alien. Hacking Zombie World and Rolling. Even just something as simple as like, so here's the order they want you to do your character creation in. This is fucking wild. Choose <laughs> your continued car- content. <laughs> choose your career. Spend points on your attributes. Spend points on your skills. Choose your career talent, which is in the <laughs> in the career section. You have to go back to the career chapter. <laughs> then choose your name. Then decide on your appearance. Okay. Then no, decide on. your personal Choosing agenda. Name last is great. <laughs> Then choose your buddy and rival. <laughs> then pick your oh yeah, pick your gear and signature item. Then roll your cash, which you will then have to oh. go back and make sure you picked your gear correctly. I guess that's phenomenal. <laughs>